As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast by Apathetic Enthusiasm. In this episode, we hang out and talk. And I don't know. I hope you like it. <laughs> oh, I think I grabbed the wrong intro music. It's okay. Yeah, it sounds like it. Oh, hey, everybody. I'm Travis. Hey, everybody. I'm a Brandon. I'm a Brandon. Uh, you know what? I'm a Brandon. There's a there's a intro it's outro me, music that the extended cut uh, that that I that I had created, and then that's the one I need to use. I'll I'll pull that in later. Um, yeah, yeah hey. we'll, we'll talk about your new toy here in a second. <laughs> Welcome to Apathetic Enthusiasm. I am Brandon. Over there is I'm, my I'm still Travis, my pal and cohort Travis, and this is a show in which we talk about. Just about everything started from humble beginnings and uh, it stayed there. And then we did other shows that were yeah, far more We're popular. still humble. Yeah. Yeah. Stay humble. Um, yeah. Welcome. If you're here for the first time, thanks for, sh thanks for showing up. Thanks for being here. Uh, this is Apathetic Enthusiasm. We're just going to chat tonight. We're going to talk about uh, a week and stuff. And and Brandon apparently is going to eat a spoon while we do so. Um, if you're new to this show, you can follow us on all the social platforms. We're over on Twitter at Apathusiast. I'm at Chocomino. He's at Barnyard Cruise. Follow mm -hmm. us on Facebook.com slash Apathetic Enthusiasm Show. Send us an email with your thoughts at Apathetic Enthusiasm Show at gmail.com. Apathetic underscore enthusiasm. That's the Instagram. And you can find our website, apatheticenthusiasm.com, where we keep content for all of our stuff. Uh, big, big shout out to uh, the folks over at patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. Continue to support our endeavors. If you want to see the latest in Brandon's uh, musical uh, uh, combinations. I don't know. He's 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 recording all kinds of music and uh, recording all the different parts and putting it up on video. Yeah. Uh, you can find those over on our Patreon. They're pretty cool. Um, we, we talk, I'd love we, to get my hands on that video and try to edit one of them for you. We could talk. We could um, talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Uh, last couple of things. We are streaming live right now at twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm. Appreciate everybody joining for the stream. Join the conversation. Be part of the show. Uh, finally, if you miss the stream, you can catch video versions over at YouTube, youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a week. Lot to talk about. Lots to discuss. Uh, since we were last released our last podcast, yeah. Um, but yeah, let's let's talk. A, a, what you want to start with that? You want to yeah, let's you start start with start... semi pertinent. 
Semi-pertinent news. We're changing the structure of the show. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So okay, sure, if yeah. you if you're if you're an interdimensional RSS listener, uh, then you know that we recorded. Uh, in a very special episode of Interdimensional RSS, uh, we recorded an episode where we talked all about the accusations against Justin Roiland. We talked about um, the criminal investigation for domestic violence charges. We talked about all of that stuff. It was it was spoken. We recorded it on a Monday night uh, where. Um, it was, it was about two weeks after the news first broke and yeah, we just, we just had a conversation about, uh, where our podcast might be going, where the show Rick and Morty might be going. And, uh, and then once you know it, uh, Brandon edits that video and releases it not like four hours later, <laughs> uh, there's an official announcement from adult swim that, uh, Rick and Morty had, uh, cut their ties with, Justin Roiland officially uh, moving away. He would no longer be part of the show, um, but that season seven was still coming out and the show would continue. <laughs> Brandon very quickly uh, recorded a little blurb for that podcast to uh, sort of make an update for it. But yeah, this is, this is the first time really that we've, we've talked about any of that. And if you, if you don't care about Justin Roiland, if you don't care about any of this stuff, um, I don't, I don't think we'll get too into detail with it, but, uh, it has been interesting to see all of the dominoes fall, uh, in, in the situation, adult swim came out, um, very quickly after that squanch games, which was, is the, the game studio that Justin Roland helped found and, uh, create, they parted ways with, with Roland as well. Um, I think a day later, uh, Hulu also, um, yeah, came out with with a statement. I think, yeah, that that that's accurate. Uh, go ahead, yeah, for the solar opposites thing. Yeah. Um. So so yeah, like this is this is our first AE episode back from from all of that. So all of that stuff yeah. is going on uh, over on, on the Rick and Morty side. Um. Yeah, and I, you know, we that whole episode we we're we're talking about like, you know, we were kind of doom saying we felt it felt doom saying it felt like it could be like you know one of our very very last episodes of that that show it did it um, did and and like i even said it i think after we got done recording how i, I kind of felt emotional about it because we've we've done so much with that show uh we've built a pretty um pretty amazing uh audience that uh that supports us and, 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 and appreciates the content that we've put out and gotten to interact with a lot of fans. And so, yeah, it was, it was really hard to kind of record that episode with, with the idea that it might be um, the last uh, interdimensional RSS, depending on where Rick and Morty went in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, so, I mean, along, along with that, we, because we didn't know what was going on with, with the Rick and Morty stuff, you know, we had to start thinking about, Okay, well, neither of us wants to stop podcasting. That's not what we want to do. Um, so, okay, well, then how do we how do we stick with podcasting? Kind of stick with you know the listeners who've been l listening to to about Rick and Morty stuff, uh, yeah. and uh, you know seeing where where we can kind of pivot uh, to use the the, the buzzword <laughs> for that. Like I pivot. feel like a pivot. Um, 
And uh, so, yeah, so Travis and I are like, we're, we're pretty heavy into like developing a new show, which is pretty, pretty exciting, right? Like the, it's the excitement of, of discovery and a fun build, new project, building something new, all, the, all of the creative juices flowing yeah. and, and, and building that out. Yeah. I, what's, what's, what's great. What's great about it is it's that like when we, when we did AE, we, we half-assed it. The show you're listening to now. <laughs> we started this show. We're like, yeah, let's let's podcast. Let's just do it. Uh, humble beginnings, shitty microphones, shitty computers, shitty recordings. It hasn't changed, but you know, like, not much. Not much has changed. Um, and then and then then I started doing submitted for your approval. That that got going, and then like I put a little bit more effort into developing it, but it was still like a very like, okay, I came up with it. Now I'm gonna get started and do it right away. Like there was, there wasn't a whole lot of planning with that either. Um, Rick and Morty, international RSS, same thing, right? Like we're like, we need a Rick and Morty podcast. Let's, let's do it together. And if we had some planning, but it, it still felt like, let's get this out there before the new season comes out. We, we spent more time. I think with each of those shows, we spent more time in a planning phase, but we were still very much our, um, our motto in those times was pen to paper, just make something, get it out there. And, and I think that's true for a lot of creative endeavors. Um, you see those things shared. I mean, my algorithm shows me these things shared across social media all the time where it's like your first podcast is going to suck. Your first, you know, song that you write is going to suck. Your first book is going to suck, whatever, but just start writing, start making it right. Because, you can talk about it. You can dream about it for so long, but if you don't start making it, you're not going to get better. And I think this show is a testament to that, right? We, we just started making a podcast and we didn't know what we didn't know. And we didn't know how to make it better until we really started making them. And then was submitted for your approval. You, you built more of a format to that. You like, you had, a structure to how you were introducing episodes. You had a, a theme. And then I think that 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 bled over into how we developed interdimensional RSS to where now we're looking at building a brand new show, a brand new podcast, seven-ish years into our history as yeah. as podcasters. And I, I think we're much more intentional about uh what we want the show to be, the yeah. audience that we want to reach. Uh, and, and it's, it's taking longer for us to be like, okay, let's just record an episode. But I think the quality of those episodes, the focus of those, of that show. And also I think for a selfish benefit, the, uh, the production schedule and flexibility and how we're going to develop that show, I think is going to help us in the long run to be able to turn out hopefully a quality product to the people that listen to it. Yeah. Uh, uh, in a reasonable schedule. I, I, I keyed into intentional that, that that's a, a great keyword there. Intentional and deliberate. I, what, what, how this feels different. Us developing in the new show is different is I'm, I'm a little bit older. I mean, you, you know, you know how I am. Uh, like, like I get, I get ants in my pants and I'm like, yeah, uh, let's just do it now. Right. <laughs> like I just like um, 
planned impulse is, is what I've always kind of lived by. Like plan, plan, plan. Ah, let's just do it right now. Right. Yeah. And, um, this, th- you know, may- maybe because I'm like in middle of a career change too, where I'm like, okay, you know, I can use this as an opportunity to build some other skills and some planning skills and use them in a way um, to like, to say, yeah, I've learned these other skills. Now let me actually put them into action. Um, and like, we're looking at the development in a much structured, more structured way. Like we had a Trello board, yeah. you know, we had like, we, we tried doing that and we we're like, okay, yeah, let's do uh, set up our social media and stuff. Well, like now we have a whiteboard that like has, has these, the DNA of Travis, <laughs> the DNA of Brandon, it, like in a weird hotel room with a black light. It's disgusting. <laughs> uh, but it, it like, there's like our brains are coming together in like in a, in a much, I don't know, different it feels different it feels different this time around as it does it does and i I think also and i mean we're being really transparent here um for you know both of you that are listening uh it's (laughs) like we we have never been podcasters for the money that's that's certainly never been the case um but as interdimensional rss has developed we are starting to see very early indications of how we could successfully um, build a show that has some monetary value as well. And if we are going to explore that with any other show, I I want it to be a quality product that uh, people enjoy and want to continue to listen to. Um, And so if we pair that with advertising or any other things that we do in that space, then I, I don't want it to be something where it's just like a throwaway. Like it's easy to be very flippant with a show when there's, there's little risk or little, yeah. um, you know, I don't know. And again, this is not going to be like our livelihoods. We're not, <laughs> we're not putting all our eggs into a podcasting basket. Um, there, you may have more eggs in it than, than I do for a little while anyway. There, there's, uh, there's there's, but there's, yeah, it's, it's something I, th- and I think we just enjoy the creative process and and collaborating and so um yeah i'm excited for what the show becomes and i would keep saying this show because we haven't even come up with a title for <laughs> the, it yet the show there, the there's show. there's another the, the there's another part of like you know i've said it on international rss a, a couple times openly like i don't want to talk about I didn't want to talk about Rick and Morty for forever and ever and ever i wanted to yeah. eventually move on to different things and part of that is like, uh, you know, it, it becomes riskier to try different things and, and alienating the audience that you that you have come to 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 have join you us on a journey. So like even like we we moved hosts, we were on Blueberry and we moved over to Red Circle. Um, and part of that was because they could do the I mean, it was cheaper. Um, we could have more shows. Uh, and also the uh, the dynamic ad insertion. Um, so if you're listening to this podcast, you if you're you know downloaded on your podcast app, you'll probably have heard some ads at the beginning, maybe here in the middle, <laughs> maybe maybe at the end. Um, and that's like you know when that has not been there on interdimensional RSS or this one for forever. 
for it was risky for me. Like it, it was in my head. I was like, ah, man, I, I hope that doesn't alienate or like piss people off. If you're listening to podcasts, I'm sure you're used to it. But but I was thinking about it like, yeah, but that's not the that's not the norm. We had built in the different uh, segments within Intermersal RSS. And we always had the idea like we can put kind of ad breaks in into those in between those sections. Um, but, you know, it's it's not what we're used to. I think with this new show, one of my intent is to like also, um, you know, format it with ad- kind of advertisements or host read type pieces yeah. built in already right like yeah and so if that's if that's advertising for one of our other shows on the network or you know one of our friends podcasts or you know whatever it is ends up being or even because red circle has dynamically like placed ads i can say okay at the 14 minute 10 second mark we can put an advertisement here and then yeah that matches up so mm-hmm. anyways again intent intentional and deliberate anyway yeah yeah Anyway, so that's 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 Nerds. one of the things we've been focusing on. Um, we we have we have we have been charging down that rabbit hole, uh, and and again, I don't I don't want to say we were running away from the Rick and Morty content, um, but we we were definitely straying from it. the The news about Royland kind of being separated from the show, um, it 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 did. Like, and we talked about it on that podcast. It's it's hard to separate Justin Roiland from the show. It's not the same as just saying, oh, they're going to recast the voices and every, you know, like so much of who like Justin Roiland is has, has gone into the development of the show. And his name is never really going to come off of Rick and Morty as a creator, right? Like he, he's, he's always going to kind of have that title. Um, but by virtue of having a podcast that focuses on Rick and Morty, we have built relationships. We have built communication with people that work closely with the show, people that work on the show. And there were conversations that took place over the last week with people that work, that are currently working on season seven right now. Right. And for me, it affected my perspective about the future of interdimensional RSS and supporting what has always been the intent of that podcast, which is supporting the creators, all creators and all creative people that work on that show and and put their blood, sweat and tears into making Rick and Morty possible. So so, yeah, I, I, th- I think I had a little bit of a change of perspective is like, yeah, I don't have to we don't have to completely cut off interdimensional RSS and never make it again. Um, Maybe maybe we adjust how much time we spend on that show or how much we we invest in it, but it's still like we can still celebrate the work of right. the people that that are still a part of that show. Yeah, yeah, because those those conversations, I'm I'm right there with you. Like it changed the perspective after after having the conversation of somebody somebody's working on the act on the show currently and saying, you know, all this shit that's going on you know, it's, it's in the end, it's, it's our show because we put our, our heart, our hearts into it. It's your mm-hmm. show as, as fans of it. And, you know, like we always 
we always tried to be the the a, the positive voices among many positive voices of of the fan community. We weren't we weren't cringy. We weren't saying women suck. Women writers suck. You know, uh, we weren't we weren't taking part in any of that. We were always trying to say like, hey. There's some great people out there doing amazing things, fans doing amazing things, the artists, the writers, the directors, the the, the musicians, Elder, they're all doing yeah. such great things and, and let let's celebrate them. And uh and you know, the the people who are still working on the show, they're gonna keep putting their hearts into it. And I think that, you know, we are gonna continue celebrating them and being there as positive voices in the community. So much, so much yeah. so we can help it. <laughs> yeah yeah so so what does that mean for apathetic enthusiasm as it's podcast over. network it quits it's over we're done folding it up <laughs> uh we'll probably add another show we'll add an animation history podcast as soon as we can figure out all the details to it um so that is that is on its way um and and we <laughs> based on rick and morty's production schedule we'll probably have plenty of time to produce that show uh <laughs> because there's like year-long gaps between seasons so yeah um so yeah so we're gonna yeah we're still gonna make interdimensional rss uh you know as as needed as yeah. as as needed right um well, I, I found out i found out what this this episode of apathetic enthusiasm is about it's just about <laughs> like what's like coming back from a break what's gonna happen like what are we kind of up to now with uh yeah. with, with a network um yeah like so i'm in my in my world today was like it's one more month till i'm out of out of the military <laughs> no more you. no Look more you. no more military retiring after 22 years um and what that oh, means man. is that i have a lot of i have a lot of uh free free time uh for creative endeavors uh and one of those creative endeavors is the uh the resurgence of submit for your approval so um you have your assignment travis uh matt has his assignment and so he's going to record with me on friday um another matt matt hurt who has his anthology podcast is he he started way behind me in the twilight zone stuff and because i the last time i recorded was in december of 2020 um he is now past me and so um i have to catch back up to him but he's going to be on uh, one of the shows he's he's already talked to me about that um so like i passed i passed a pandemic <laughs> i didn't record it all during a pandemic i skipped the entire reboot of the twilight zone and so i'm like eh, i guess it's time to come back to it sure sure <laughs> i'm not burnt out anymore it's fine yeah i i think that'll be good um I, I, yeah, let's get, get back into it. I, I, I love that project, uh, for you, right? <laughs> like, uh, but I'm, I'm loosely involved with it. I, outside of a few images and a couple times that I'm, that I'm on it, I'm like, I'm just, I'm just glad it exists. I'm just <laughs> glad it's a, it exists as a podcast. You know, you know what, what's, um, what's interesting about S4YA was like when we started this, we started this show um ae and we we had you know we had a fair amount of listeners i think we get you know like maybe a hundred downloads per per episode now right ebbs ebbs and flows ebbs and yeah. ebbs and flows uh when when the twilight zone podcast came out submit for your approval um like that one there weren't a lot of twilight zone podcasts out there there's maybe like just uh, you know just a, two or three main ones 
Um, some of them are, are still around actually, but like that, those episodes like jumped up to like 500, a thousand da- downloads per episode. And like, that was like, Whoa, Whoa. Like, and so there was growth there. Um, yeah. then I just, then Rick and Morty came out and that like tripled, <laughs> uh, right away. So I'm like, ah, you know, I'll focus creative efforts there. Um, sure, sure, sure. but you know, that's when we cared more about numbers. Uh, and so it's good, it's good to come back, uh, to, to do that. To this show to do where you know, we don't care about, numbers. we don't care. About we just numbers. care about you. If you're, if this is, if this is entering your ear holes right now, Bob Carroll, this is, this is for you. This is for you, Bob. <laughs> Bob Carroll. He may not even listen. He, yeah. He, he may be too focused on the Eagles and the Super Bowl. He downloads it all, like six times on, on 70 devices. That's where all our downloads come from. That's the commitment. It's just Bob <laughs> that we're talking. Um, but so, yeah. so then on creative endeavors, we talk about the, the Patreon stuff. So one of the things I, I want to do, um, it, and it, it, it's part of a, a forming a habit, right? I think things like, um, <laughs> it's on random doing kind of like my, my storytelling, uh, playlist podcast, mini podcast, whatever it was, um, like that was cool. I enjoyed doing that, but I didn't, I didn't make it a habit. Um, yeah. I want to make posting things on, on Patreon more of a habit. Uh, so I feel, so I can feel better about the folks who've been supporting us for, for all this time. And so, uh, so one of those, those habit building pieces is, um, I, what was it? A couple weeks back, I got, I wanted, I wanted to, I've I've always been fascinated with, I'm a musician, play guitar, bass, drums, you know, half-assed but you know well enough to to come together for for music i'm always i i love the idea of all these different instruments coming together and then forming a a song right and i'm also fascinated about recording things and, and how those things come together to form a song and like the mixing and the panning and you know the mastering and reverb and compression and all that all that all that audio stuff um and because i know how to do all of it at the uh a little deeper than surface level. I like coming together and, and putting it together. So the, the part that I'm adding on to it now is I got a wild hair. I'm like, let's, let's figure out a way where I can record myself on video doing that. And, um, so then, you know, putting to putting together the different videos with the sound from the video, uh, and then mixing them that way. And so, you know, I, that's what I've been posting on, on Patreon. Uh, I posted one song. Uh, I think I, I don't know if I posted the other one. I didn't post the other one yet. That'll be this Friday. And then there'll be another one next week. Um, and so the, the thought I have is kind of keep doing that, but maybe like break it down a little bit further and maybe just do like a, a clip of the guitar for one week, a clip of the drums the next week. Uh, and then, you know, take a little, little bloggy type thing and then bring them together at the, at the end of the month. No. Um, and, uh, so, so yeah, that, that's kind of what I'm doing with that. I like, and it'll, it'll, it'll keep me going with, with writing music and maybe get me back into actually writing songs. Um, I'm probably overdue to write a new song, but yeah, you, you are, you should, you should write one about our friend anniversary on Facebook. <laughs> that is today, January 31st. <laughs> um yeah that i mean talking about our patreon um super appreciative of the people that are on there that 
that continue to support us. Um, even when we release an episode saying we may be taking a hiatus from a show, uh, you know, we we had a boost in in one of our one of our donations. So it was it was one of those things where it's like, oh, that's that's the opposite of what I was expecting to have happen. Um, so yeah, we do we do want to um, appreciate those folks and come up with some new ways to show that appreciation. I think we've got a couple ideas kicking around for for the animation show as well mm-hmm. um, that I think could be fun. I, I, uh, so, I, so yeah. And I thought about this today because I was, I was putting some stuff on the whiteboard um, just in my, my personal whiteboard is also like we could also do like a mini developer blog for how we're developing that show and kind of yeah. give, the, give them the, the behind the scenes of like, Oh, that's what they're talking about with their, what they're actually. I, I like that. Oh, yeah, we should start sharing some of that on the Patreon. Yeah. So there you go. So there you go. If you're if you're not a patron and you want to know all all the the deets on on the new new project, um, we'll start posting it on Patreon. Um, cool. All right. Anything else network wise we want to talk about? I mean, there's some shows that are out right now that we could uh, discuss. Uh, a little bit um we could talk about that whole dc thing that you didn't watch that's probably not a good call seeing <laughs> as you didn't actually watch it um, swamp thing is coming to the dcu dcu it's gonna be a horror f- it's gonna it's supposed to be a horror film hell yeah that's fucking swamp thing man so, so so here's okay here's what i'll say about the dc stuff Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, James Gunn, I, I trust his intent with building a cinematic universe, right? I, I think he spent enough time doing Guardians, being a part of the MCU, um, to have a good grip on like 
some things that are important. He talks about in the video that storytelling is on the forefront of, of this, right? So all of the DC content that is going to be coming out is going to be part of this DCU uh, unless it is just given a special tag. I think it's like called Other Worlds or yeah. Outer Worlds or something like that. So if it's Teen Titans Go or um, so some different video games and different stuff, like that stuff does not necessarily play into this DCU. But everything else, HBO Max series, some animated series that mm -hmm. they, they have intentions on having the the actors that play live action versions of the characters also voice acting some animated characters, which I think is, is really interesting and, and, and a cool way to cross that over. Um, but yeah, his declaration, if you will, that storytelling is at the forefront of these. He wants each show or movie to still embrace a director's vision and give them, I don't know, sort of the autonomy to, to make the film that they want to make, but interconnect those stories and coming at it with a plan. They're doing a full reset um, with starting Shazam kind of links into it, the new Shazam movie. And then the flash movie is, is what he called the, the, the reset of the DCU. Um, I, I just, I'm excited about it. I, I, have not been super hyped on DC for a long, long time, mm -hmm. but I got to say James Gunn being the, the Kevin Feige of, of the DCU. Like, I don't know. I'm, I am optimistic about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the thing that the, the two best things that came out of DC in the recent years are peacemaker and uh suicide squad. Right. Like those, those, those are two best things. In, in gun and gun. Um, I, I did, I did like Shazam. I saw Black Adam at the VA. Uh, it, it was there was like, a, there was like a, 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 I did not watch Black a Adam. pirated version of it playing in the VA office. Uh, but anyway, uh, so like I watched a little bit. I was like, oh, this isn't this isn't very good. Although Doctor Fate was in there, and that that's awesome. But um, you know, like he he he's knowledgeable of characters. Like he the fact that they're going to have a booster gold <laughs> is a booster gold HBO max series. Yeah. The fact that they're going to have that, um, is, is cool. I didn't see was blue beetle on there. Are, are they still coming out with a blue beetle? So yeah, I think so. He, he spoke to them without, like he basically said, you've got Shazam coming out flash and then they go to blue beetle and then, he started talking about some future okay. projects that are sort of in production or in planning stages, but aren't actually being developed. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Cause yeah. Um, the stories that I know knew of booster gold, like him and blue beetle or uh, the old blue beetle, not the, the, the newer guy. Um, but uh, yeah, so that, 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 that's cool. And swamp thing. Like I haven't had a good uh, sense since yeah. uh, Frank. Well, we're we're going to get a Rowan. reset on Superman a reset on Batman again. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. yeah. I, I am very interested in, uh, there is a Lanterns series uh, coming out and uh, there it's, it, he says it's going to be terrestrial. So mostly like on earth, but he almost like referred to it as like a, a true detective kind of 
show, but with these lanterns or something. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I, th- I think it's. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they could do Green Lantern justice in 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 cinematic form. We'll see. Maybe. Um, maybe. I don't know. Like I. I did watch yeah. season three of True Detective. By the way, that reminds me. I, d- I did. I I watched the. I binged it. I'm retiring. Go. I've got time. Um, <laughs> There's time now. It was pretty. It was a pretty pretty good season. Anyways. Um, Five long years saying hesitantly optimistic. Yeah, there's a, there's still some hes- hesitance, yeah. right? It's still DC. You're, you're still, they you're still, still have, have the capacity them, to completely screw this up. And you're still going to have all them, them them Snyder Bros coming coming at you. That's 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 the craziest that. thing to me, right? It's like people are like, Gunner's killing the DC. Bring back Snyder. Like, uh, his movies are all right, but I I don't. I don't understand why anybody would be so adamant for for one for a creator who is who is talented in his own right, but not like super talented. What what's inter- what's interesting is is like I go back to the uh, the Dawn of the Dead remake, which was written by Gunn and directed by uh, Snyder, and like. I love the Dawn of the Dead remake, like one of my favorite remakes of all time. Um, and and I'm like, is it the writing or is it what was or was it the directing? I, I don't. It's 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 tough. It's tough to say. But then again, Gunn also did uh, Scooby Doo, which I do like. I do like Scooby Doo. <laughs> They're not all winners. Um, I do like it. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's interesting. I it, com- it caught me completely off guard. I just happened upon the video today and I was like, oh, I didn't realize any of this was happening. Um, be- just because the direction the DCU was going in for so long, I was just like, ah, no, I'm I was turned off. I was I was not interested. And mind you, I'm I I think I'm more familiar with some Marvel characters um, than than DC in general, but. Um, this is why, cool. this is why I, I, I prefer gun to Snyder in this, in this, in this arena, right? If we're, Bullet t- time? if we're talking about <laughs> visuals, then, then maybe, then I have to give it to, to Snyder. I think from, from a visual perspective, I think he's, he's, he has interesting things he wants to say visually, uh, like sucker punch. Sucker Punch is a shitty movie. I hate it, but it's got some interesting visuals as a very visuals like Guardians of the Galaxy. As much as I love Guardians of the Galaxy, visually speaking, I don't I'm not like, whoa, yeah, oh, I love watching this. Um, but story wise, way, way better. And so when we're talking about uh, the creation of a DC universe, and you need to have all of these these interconnected pieces and you need to tell a story, uh, an overarching story. Then you want to have a storyteller at the head of it. Uh, you don't yeah. want to have the visual guy running it. And so I think that's why um, as as talented as he is visually, Snyder wasn't the right guy for it. Um, yeah. Killing off Superman in, this, in the second movie, you know, like too soon, too soon, yes, literally yeah. too soon. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I don't know. That's that's all I'll say about all that. I think I think it'll be interesting. Um, no, I'm let's talk more about it. Well, let's talk I'm more excited. about it. 
DC reboot by Jerry Bruckheimer. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> um, let's transition to the other cinematic universe. Okay. Uh, the Last of which, Us. The Last of Us cinematic universe. The Naughty Dog cinematic universe, as it were. Um, that's the that's the game studio, right? Did I get it right? Naughty Dog is a game studio. Did they make The Last of Us? I think so. Only the internet was nearby. <laughs> I think they... Uh, which which uh, universe were you talking about? Uh, I was gonna I was gonna get a hype check for Quantumania. Oh, um, man, you know I want to be ex- I want to be more excited about that movie, but I'm I'm not I'm not that excited about it. it Naughty Dog made The Last of Us in 2013. I I don't know if it's just like. It's so much in the quantum realm that I'm like worried that it's going to look cheesy for two hours. <laughs> okay. Um, so a li- little bit concerning in that, in that way. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm interested to see how much of a, a badass Kang is um, and like what he's wanting from Scott. Yep. Um, and, and how that ties into, uh, you know, eventually the King Dynasty um, and uh, all the other stuff that's happening in MCU. But as far as being excited about it, yeah, I don't know. There's, I need more ants, man. <laughs> Where's Antony? <laughs> Where? uh, yeah, I, um, I, I feel the same way. Like Ant Man and Paul Rudd. Some some of my favorite stuff in the MCU, right? Um, I, I Sheena had not watched either Ant Man films, um, probably because I went and saw the first one with you, and <laughs> I may have seen the second one with you. I don't know, uh, or 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 who I went and saw it with, but um, yeah. So so we we watched both Ant Man films, and I made her watch uh, the fight scene from Civil War. <laughs> And then the uh, opening bit from Endgame when he uh, comes out of the quantum realm uh, to discover, you know, post-snap, everything that had happened. Uh, I made my own sizzle reel of Paul Rudd is what I did, I think. <laughs> uh, a a, a three-hour sizzle reel. Why, why, is, why are there clips from Halloween 6 and Clueless in this? <laughs> Is that Mac and me? Why are why are we watching him eat cauliflower on hot ones right now? I, I, I hope that in Quantum Mania it starts like this. It's like the, the MCU and then the the snap and then it goes straight into Mac and me. <laughs> no, I want what I want is the uh the Marvel Studios opening where the letters like shift down and you see on the sides of the letters, all the clips uh-huh. of um, <laughs> all the, all the, all the, all the heroes. But I want it all just clips of, of <laughs> tight shots of all of the ants from the previous movies. Oh. So just like, just like the carpenter ants and the bullet ants and stuff and Anthony flying around. And that's just, that's all you get. Gosh. Yeah. They don't get enough yeah. credit. Those ants. They don't. They don't. They're pivotal to the story. They, they are. Um, I don't know. We get we get some loveness, right? 
Uh, yeah. Gonna see what he can do with it. It's very interesting to me that they are movie wise kicking off the big bad long story arc of this whole Kang dynasty that is going to be central to two Avengers movies uh, further down the line. And, the, and like it's happening in an Ant-Man movie. <laughs> like that's, that's the big hero that's, that's sort of ushering in. I mean, obviously first introduced in the Loki series, but yeah. Yeah. Well, he was, I don't know. I just, not, I find that Kang in the, in the Loki series. Um, he's that, he's that person, but a variant, but that's not Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. And so, sure. It's, it's, it's a small thing, but you got You gotta, you gotta note it because there's many different versions of, of the character of Kang out there. I do want to rewatch Loki, I think before I go see the movie. Um, there was a thought I had on, on the King. Oh, the introduction of him, him so early. I think it's an interesting shift in, in narrative uh, direction. Whereas like with the Avengers and the infinity stone, the infinity saga, it was like, he was behind the scenes. Thanos is like kind of, you know, in the shadows and, and we don't see him doing a lot of stuff until, you know, towards the end of the until the end right and this one we're like this is who we're going to be focusing on in this next phase and so this is the person that you need to keep your eye on and like what else is he going to be in um i think loki season two maybe he'll be in that you know like i mean who knows um he it's interesting because we first first see thanos in the MCU in the post credit scene of the event, the first Avengers movie, mm -hmm. like that's where they're like, Thanos is here. Thanos is, is going to be a thing. Right. And if you think about the first phase of the MCU leading up to the first Avengers movie, it was more about who those Avengers were and introducing Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, uh, Hulk, mm -hmm. and then, and then how they come together to fight together. And then you get all these movies that are, again, about those characters and things. But the the thing they're fighting over ends up being these Infinity Stones. And I think viewers are introduced to the Infinity Stones. Not necessarily even knowing what they are, or why they're important, unless they're already a comic fan that knows why that blue rock and that red floaty stuff are important <laughs> and how they work together. Right. So in the same way, I would kind of credit the creative team behind all of this madness at introducing the concept of the multiverse over the last phase mm -hmm. is sort of like that's sort of been our introduction to this arcs infinity stones, right? Like instead of seeing all these different rocks and, and, and them all being kind of collected together, you have everything that happened in the Loki series. You have the Spider-Man multiverse of madness, right? You, you've got even, even just how they worked with time in Endgame. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I think those have sort of been our introductions into this and then well, and I, we'll I, have some sort of. That, that was, yeah. that was the critique. That was the critique of this last phase was like, what is, what's going on? Is anything going to happen? And that was my like that was my retort is yeah, shit is happening like they're just like 
phase one where they're introducing concepts and they're introducing characters like they're they're doing some setup for the next phase. They have to yeah. they have to do some narrative setup so that people come in and they understand generally what what's going on. If you introduce like the idea of a multiverse out of nowhere, then people are like, well, that doesn't jibe with what we saw in Endgame. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. So so there has there has to be the that connective connective tissue um yeah having, having having said that i'm but i mean thanos was prominently featured in mcu films leading up to infinity war and endgame i mean he prominently he's... featured was he a main Gu- yeah in guardians he's he's in it a ton right and and as as we get introduced to uh gamora and see that relationship and how that works and then yeah 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 he's he's in there quite a bit i feel i mean i don't feel like he's in there quite a bit in the guardians movies like 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 being being like agree the, to disagree agree. being like the emperor <laughs> in the background and like just appearing in a hologram uh and telling uh what's his face with a hammer like uh, don't fail me again. And then, then going back into another and then disappearing, like ending the message like that, that's not like pro- prominently featuring him. And like the, the stuff, the behind the scenes with maybe I misremember that film, but I feel like he was much more involved than, um, yeah, I, I don't know. And like this, like the, the, uh, the, the history with, with Gamora, like that was, that was in, that was, that was infinity war. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like, that's not a Guardians specific thing either. And like Guardians 2, none of that because it's all about ego. Um, so yeah. I, I know they they talk about him a lot because of Gamora and, and her sister, but like he's not he's not in it that much from yeah. my my recollection. Yeah. I think you're you're probably right. And and five long years agrees with you. So two to one. Two to one. Yeah. All right. Either way, we're getting a movie. We're getting an Ant-Man movie in a couple of weeks. I'm going to watch it. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it, too. And then, and then we'll see how it goes. Um, let's let's wrap up our time here okay. talking about, uh, and, and we'll probably revisit this topic so so we don't have to go too deep of a dive into it. Uh, but, yeah, obviously, uh, The Last of Us becoming a very popular show very quickly uh, based on the 2013 video game by Naughty Dog Studios. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that I just Googled, uh, but yeah, this is, uh, this is uh, a new series on HBO, uh, only three episodes out so far, but I think over five hours of content so far, uh, on, on, yeah, like a two hour premiere. I think episode three was like an hour and a half long. Um, how you, how you feeling about the show so far? Um, I'm watching it. I'm liking it. Um, I, I, I like the premiere. The second episode I didn't care as much for, uh, and the, and the, and the third episode, well, it was beautiful, Travis. It was a beautiful, it was a beautiful episode. Heartbreaking. Um, yeah, it, it, yeah. Yeah, the the third the third episode was was very very good, um, and uh, yeah, I'm interested to see where where they take it. I know that they're like 
the internet is like kind of back and forth on on the the third episode. I think for the most part, everyone's like, "Wow, like that was that was solid." Uh, Bill and Frank, those characters, focusing on them in that way was was a great choice, and it's a departure from the game. Um, right. But but a lot of people are like like Bill's interactions with Ellie in the game. Uh, we we don't get that, but we're okay because this was a really good episode. I saw some like cringe, <laughs> I'll say cringe, cringe take. Whereas like, uh, they're calling it like exploitative and just like on the nose uh, with uh, like a gay relationship and like, oh, if this is the kind of representation we we get, then we don't need to represent. It was like a very bad take, uh, and I mm-hmm. think it was just like for clicks. Um, but they got them. Um, yeah, I I thought it was interesting hearing. Um. I was watching the sort of after the episode, inside the episode type stuff. Mm. Uh, and I think one of the producers uh, was sure. talking about how if an idea is as good or worse than what's already in the game, they just go with what's in the game. But if they come up with an idea that's better mm. than what's in the game, they pursue that idea. And I think that was sort of the rationale behind episode three is building out that relationship and exploring uh, what survival looks like in Mm. that context over, you know, a couple of decades, really. Um, Yeah. I I think that that is really interesting. And, And I think it, it, it speaks to the thing that I like about the last of us, that that's different from like a walking dead or other zombie type content is outside of maybe the second episode where they're, you know, walking through busted down Boston and trying to trying to navigate through it. There, there's an intense scene where they, they fight the the clickers, I think is what they call them. And, uh, and they're, and they're hiding from, from zombies and stuff like that. And, that to me feels more like a zombie show, but the rest of the show has really been about the relationships, the people, society, and commentary on what does that look like? How do people operate? How, what does trust look like? What does, what does survival look like um, in, in a world that has gone through something like this? And and so that to me, I think is is the more appealing part of the show. Yeah, is is, is seeing the different aspects of that. It, it feels far more character study. It, Walking Dead tried to be a character study, and I don't think I don't think it was as effective as the first three episodes of Last of Us have been, as far as yeah. as character studies go. Um, th- the other, the other thing, so I I agree with you. The other thing that I would say is is for me what I I appreciate about it and what what's kind of refreshing is you know ultimately, ultimately like the game is about Joel kind of coming to a point where he like loss and growing as as a person and like getting over loss and. Um, like and growing in in this this post apocalyptic world, the thing that always that got to me with The Walking Dead eventually 
is this pervasive cynicism that nothing is ever going to improve and that no matter what there's there's a there's another threat just right around the corner that's going to take your your city your haven your safe haven and it's going to whether it's another human or whether it's the zombies whatever it is it's going to demolish it and destroy it and in even if there's this the 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 government who are kind of nazis uh even if they're they're there there are still these smaller moments of of people looking at each other a sense of relationships that these people have this history that people have and in the third episode it's it's two two men coming together finding each other in this apocalypse one who's a survivor who is a survival prepper who's all he's ever wanted to do is survive and then where that leads him uh, toward, towards the end of the episode. And that like, it's not cynical. It's like he found, pur- he found purpose in, in all of this. And uh, so that's, that's like a key difference uh, between those, those two uh, concepts. Yeah. If we, if we've talked about this for 10 minutes and you have no idea what we're talking <laughs> about, um, Sorry. You, you owe it to yourself to hop on HBO max or, uh, I don't know, visit a friend who's got, who's got an account and, and check out The Last of Us. Uh, the first three of nine episodes uh, are already out. It, it comes out Sunday nights. Um, Pedro Pascal plays Joel, uh, lead, the lead from Mandalorian, uh, and all the way back to uh, Game of Thrones, where we also get Bella Ramsey, uh, who plays L or Ellie. Um, also a Game of Thrones alum. So, and and Brandon is just now making that connection. (laughs) Just now making Um, that connection. By the way, he is, he is wonderful in the overwhelming weight of something talent, the Nicolas Cage movie. Oh yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I, I, Oscar Oscar nominations came out uh, in the last week or so as well, uh, which means I owe it to myself to, to catch up on some of the best picture nominees uh, that I have not watched. Um, now I'm probably going to have to like rent a bunch of them on streaming because they're going to try and get their money out of me. Uh, <laughs> but a, a lot, a lot of films nominated. Um, so I have to check some of those out. All right. All right. Sounds, sounds, sounds good. Uh, for those who are listening to this show, uh, if you heard anything that we were talking about, if you're interested about what's going on with uh, Apathetic Enthusiasm Network or our development or Rick and Morty or submit for your approval, uh, you know, send us an email, apatheticenthusiasmshow at gmail.com, at apathusiast on Twitter. He's at Chuckle I'm at Barnyard Cruise on, on Twitter. You can hit us up that way. Uh, let us know. Alternately, if you have thoughts about the DCU or the MCU, Quantumania coming up, let us know. And then, of course... Uh, what we just talked about with the last of us. Are you the last of yous? I don't know. Tell, let us know. know. Tell us. Tell us. I don't know. That's your that's your CTA, as they say in the biz. You're cool. As they say. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for hanging out with us for about an hour. And uh, until next time, I'm Travis. And I am Brandon. And let me figure out where this music is on this Roadcaster Pro 2. by pretty quick you don't stop and look around you might miss it
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 